0: and get everybody in the stuff together. Okay, three, two, one, it's jammed.
1: Everybody out there in podcast land, welcome to another episode of Song Mess. I'm Beverly Bryan, and my co-host here is Richard. Hello. Hey Bev, how you doing? Pretty good. Yeah. Hot. A little hot, yeah. It's very warm here in the studio.
2: In the studio in the world, it's called Summer Baby. In New York City. And you know what, let's just i to set it off right away. Oh yeah, we've got a good one. We cannot, this cannot wait. Oh goodness. Okay, so here we go with some Neon Indian. This is Pop
3: Life.
4: so happy you're here. Nothing brings me more joy than this. You could be
2: anywhere in the world right now and you chose to spend your afternoon with me. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Alan Paloma. Are you doing that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So what you like maybe not even like you know obviously we try to promote the singles that whatever these artists are have out at the time at the moment but like as you'll see today like you know there's people with new music that we're not really highlighting that we're highlighting other stuff on the album that's just as it's not just
1: as good as not better because it's actually the one that we're really into
2: I, like, forgot that I did. <laughs> um, this this song, this is, again, uh, a cover of Pop Life by Prince. This is from Around the World in a Day. Um, and Alan Palomo, uh, he wrote a really beautiful sort of eulogy um, to Prince uh, that appeared in The Guardian. Um, and, you know, he just cites him as a, a major inspiration. I mean, like most musicians, but...
1: But Alan Palomo, in, in particular, if you listen to his la- latest album, oh, Vega International... Definitely. yeah. No, um, if, he's, if he wants to claim to be a Prince fan, he's got the receipts from oh, goodness. that. Oh, Yeah. It's,
2: like, I mean, it's just very there, like, the bass lines, the synths, the, even the, the, the songwriting style is, is very there. Um, and, you know, he basically describes Prince as, like, the purple unicorn, you know, just the, the last true artist who,
1: you know, could play all his instruments, write all his songs, perform them all dance, and look good while doing it. And I think that's one of the things that makes him very um, inspirational to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. A long time ago, a friend of mine also described Prince as a unicorn. She said, oh, he's so amazing. He's like an extremely horny unicorn. I, I wish he'd reproduced. It, <laughs> you know, as far as we know, he didn't. find that hard to believe. Well, he and his ex, um, Maite,
2: I believe is her mm-hmm. name. Uh, they, you know, they were pregnant once and she miscarried, oh. um, and then they uh, were pregnant again and she actually had the child and the child died like uh, two months. I after had no being idea. Born.
1: That is terrible. It's terrible. That yep. is
2: really, really sad. I'm I'm not one hundred percent sure, but I think that's one of the reasons he he found religion. Um, so, but this song uh, in particular is really interesting. Uh, Pitchfork. Um, sort of assembled this crew, or I think probably it was more Alan Palomo that did, but it, F- F- Pitchfork facilitated things. Um, and so it's a
1: really cool kind of like live video. Um, Ladies uh, and gentlemen, you have to see this video. It is... Every moment of it is perfection. It's cool. It's Just, funky. It's sexy.
2: It's what it needs to be. Um, you know, and it also features like... I mean, it feels it features Neon Indian, um, but it also features Xenia Rubinos. It features Holy Ghost. Um so it's really it's very who's who. Yeah, it's very you know it the the the, India, the the video is neon Indian and friends, you know, and it's very that it's it's very much a collaboration. It's, it's
1: just, I think that this is this collaboration should happen again sometime, personally. It's, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. I'm I'm into it. So
2: Bev, we got a lot of I you know, we were just talking about this guys before before we started recording and you know, I think this episode's gonna be like really Nice.
1: Yeah. We just got good sounds.
2: Yeah. Like, I feel like the last couple of episodes have been really, like, intense, um, you know, with guests and stuff. So, like, here today, we're just going to, like, we're just going to play you guys some music, good stuff.
1: We think that's what you're here for anyway. Yeah. Um, So, what we have next is, I'm very excited because Dengue, 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 a group that um, many of us all know and love very much, has a new song. And, um... I, I don't, they're from Peru, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're a duo. They're an electronic duo. They, uh, they're inspired by um, psychedelic cumbia. Mm-hmm. And this is interesting for their music because a lot of times it's like very up. It's very party. Um, and this is kind of more down-tempo and sort of introspective. And so this is the first single from their forthcoming album. And so I'm very interested about what this says for what the album's gonna be like. You know, cool. if there's gonna be like a new evolution. So let's check out Guarida. Guarida by Denga Denga Dengue. <laughs>
2: They're there, um, and plenty of bass. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is not that. Oh. Um, and I appreciate them sort of like flexing their creative muscle. Um, you know, they're trying to offer something more uh, atmospheric, something more moody. Um, and it, I think it's cool. It's very, it's very low key. Mm-hmm. And, you
1: know,
2: and again, you yeah, know me. And I
1: think they handle it well. I think like, they're handling like something um, sort of more acoustic feeling like, um, and <clears throat> Certainly
2: fewer beats per minute, uh, quite well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean it's weird, and I and I don't hate it. I also don't love it because again, I I want you know like with from my from my music and my musicians and my pop stars, there's something that I want, and if you know if I don't get what I want. You know, I, I might appreciate
1: it, but might not love it as much as some of the other stuff. Yeah, I'm wondering if, like, I, well, I mean, I certainly hope there's going to be, like, a few fun party songs. I'm sure, will album, I'm sure there is, will be. This is, like, part of some kind of journey that you, they take you on on this one. Um, and I, I was not really sure what to make of it when I first heard it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really growing on me, and I, it's sort of piquing my interest. Same here. Same here.
2: I I met them in, in, at South by Southwest, um, Jonathan and his infinite, like knowing everybody introduced me to them and we were like just eating fried food. Um, and they were like really cool. Um, they were really nice and like they had performed at South by Southwest a couple of times and like. I you know there was a secret show yada yada and like I really wanted to see them and I ne- and I didn't make it, um, you know but they just seem like a good time and they seem like they want to have a good time and I I think that comes through in their music.
1: Which so it's interesting like you know it's like there's almost like a suspicion if they're trying to do something a little more serious because this has like uh, if you see the video it has like these um, you know it's a very they're good like going back to Roots in, like, a very serious cultural reclamation kind mm. of way and talking about, like, you know, you know, sort of, like, uh, connecting with your ancestors. Like, that's sort of, like, the, sim- the symbolism of the video. And right. so it's, like, you're, you're almost a little suspicious where you're, like, really, guys? But I'm, I'm buying it, and I'm excited for, you know, what they're doing. Well, I think their general sort of, like, onstage personas with the masks and the neon
2: colors and stuff like that is, uh, it does hearken to their heritage. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, of course. So, like, I you know, if you've been repping it since day one, I've, I'm not necessarily. I don't think it's
1: contrived. Um, but it's just like you know, they were doing it when they're doing it. There is almost It's like almost in a way where it's like it's so big that it's sort of there's a there's a humorous side to it. Mm, yeah. And you know, it's like this over the top, crazy thing, which I think is almost more meaningful in a way. But and so they're they're going back. They're like sort of being much more serious. And I'm wondering. Like if they're going to pull it off, but I believe it. I think that's going to happen.
4: if they're going to pull it off, but I believe it. I think that's going to happen. ¡Alito, alito! ¡Alito, kichu, alito! ¡Alito, alito! ¡Alito! ¡Alito! Levantar que eu em a bucuna do
1: So what's this
2: we're listening to? So this is a young producer from Peru, also. Um, His name is, and I'm trying to not butcher this, uh, Ishicha. All right. Um, And so, yeah, and he's he's from Cusco, um, and he is kind of bringing attention back to Quechua and Quechua tradition, obviously through modern uh, instrumentation
1: and production, as as you can hear. It's it's a little bit more electronic. And Quechua is the indigenous language of the Quechua people. Yeah. You know, the, the, uh, yeah, the, I would,
2: I want to say the Inca, but I think I'm, I might be wrong in saying that. But, um, so yeah, so it's really cool. He just put out an EP called Na, um, six tracks on it. And again, like, it's all... This is this Quechua or Na? I can't stand you. <laughs> I'm a terrible person. That's why. Um, but yeah, but they're really cool. Um, I don't think, this song is called um, Mexico Manta um, something something, it's it's like 30 words. It's a full Quechua sentence. So I'm just calling it Mexico Manta just because that's the first word. Um, but his EP is on Bandcamp and it's, you know, you can name your own price in buying it. And I did, I, I give him five bucks, cause why not? Um, and it's very good, it's really interesting. Um, there's a lot of room for growth there, but like he he like, you know, he he taps at a xylophone and you know just like little piano riffs and stuff And he has um, little Quechua monologues and every so often you hear um, sort of like some Spanish in there but it's it's really interesting because it kinda like just falls on deaf ears because it's it's more like this is a Quechua project and you know the Spanish it's intentionally like pointless you know Um, and it's really interesting because this guy is pretty political um, and Peru right now is going through an election process uh, that many countries in, in Latin America are going through. Like, uh, I think this is just election season everywhere in the, in the Americas. Dominican Republic just had an election. Uh, Peru is going into theirs, and we have been knowing the struggle of ours now for quite some time. Um, so, you know, he's, he definitely is trying to, like, sort of bring that attention to, to roots and to who we are as a people and it just it, it really doesn't look like Peru is going to be doing very hot politically um, you know very soon so you know it's it's really interesting that this artist is
1: so it's, it's sort of um, this might not sound like it but in a way it's a sort of a form of protest absolutely it's very like abstract commentary it's interesting yeah. um, and I, I also I also like it musically it's very tiny dance it's very a little nice. more tiny dance here Shout out to El Martinez. We love our tiny dance on I lo- Song mess. I love shouting out Ella Minus every episode. Well, she deserves it. Guys, go listen to Ella Minus right now. <laughs> go, Go get some tiny dance. Richard, I'm informed that we're going to be playing my favorite band, finally, on the show. What? Why? What's going on? So, um, a few episodes back, uh, we talked about
2: Christian Hayne,
1: mm-hmm.
2: right? And how um, he was involved... Actually,
1: he comes up a lot on this show.
2: Well, right. We're... I mean, he's kind of responsible for the modern <clears> sound <throat> of, like, Latin indie, uh, or of just indie in Chile. Mm-hmm. You know, indie coming out of Chile. Um, you know, like, big names like... Hepe, Javier Amena, you know, he's worked with, uh, Fernando Milagros and Camila Moreno and, uh, Alex Vanter. Like, he's worked with anybody who's anybody in, in the Chilean music scene currently, uh, he's worked with them. He's worked with Enrique Iglesias. He's worked with, um, La Ley. Like, you know, this man has been around. Um, and so a few episodes back, we talked about him because he was tapped, uh, to work on a compilation, uh, called Nueva Musica Chilena, NMC, um, New Chilean Music, um, and it was, you know, it was about, like, kind of, like, the burgeoning, I don't, I don't, I, I want to say indie rock, but, like, very, like, specifically, like, guitar-driven rock that's going on. New DIY bands. Very that, yeah. And so, like, things like Patio Solar and uh, Playa Gotica and um, uh, We played Paracaidistas. Uh, so,
1: yeah. All of whom are lovely.
2: Yeah, and there was a bit of controversy because uh, the amount of involvement Uh, In this project uh, that Christian Hayne had was was called into question because Mm. basically um, the media was touting this as a Christian Hayne project um, and it was not. So um, I actually had a chance to talk with Christian Mm Hayne this past week, uh, an interview that I'm doing for Remezcla, and um, that was really cool. And so like we had breakfast and we just talked about a lot of stuff, you know, because a I'm I'm a big fan, you know, I love. I'd love... No, I'd love to meet him. Like, what, what's he like in real life? Cool. Chill. Nice. All right. Very, very nice. I believe that. Very Chilean in that way. Like, you know, just like, no matter how exciting or intimidating the artist, they're always super cool. Um, I mean, this man has worked with everybody, and he's been at it over 20 years now. Um, and he's chill. Um, shy. Uh, we talked about his own about his own solo projects and stuff, and he's like, "Oh my God, I don't ever want people listening to that ever." Yeah, he's like, "It makes me like." I was just like, "Well, I listened to like a couple things just to do research." He's like, "It makes me uncomfortable knowing that," you know. He's like, "I, <laughs> I, I hate that people listen to my stuff."
1: That's extremely. That's a That, that is an extreme of modesty.
2: Yeah, well, it's it's you know, it, I mean that in, that artistic insecurity. He's like, "I'd rather be behind the console type of deal." Hmm. Um, and it's clearly he he's that's a good spot for him, you know, and. Um, I I asked him a little bit about uh the the compilation. Um I, I didn't want to be confrontational. So mm. I wasn't like, so are the rumors true? Right. Did you steal these people's <clears throat> thunder? Like, no, I, I d I didn't do that. Um but I did ask him about it and you know, he was like, Look, there's like a lot of cool scenes um happening in uh in Chile, uh and this was brought to my attention, like obviously like I'm busy you know, and when you're this busy, you don't really get a chance to go out and, like, know what's going on as much, Mm -hmm. but he's, like, this was brought to my attention by people in the media, like, my friends who, like, write about music mentioned to me that this was happening, and, you know, so, like, the project just got going. Um, He didn't give too much detail about that, and I wasn't going to pry, but, you know, he, uh, you know, he's involved to some degree, you know, um... I, again, I, I I will side with what the artists were saying, which is like, he, uh, you well, know, because
1: it does it doesn't
2: sound like we've fully heard his side of the story yet. Exactly, but. and I and again I didn't, and I was not going to pry. <clears throat> um, that you know make might make me a bad journalist or whatever, and that's okay. I wasn't gonna like you know make my guest uh, uncomfortable. Uh, Sometimes you have to pick your battles. Exactly, and you I know? you know like again like the artists have said you know uh, we love what he does. Um, you know, he didn't discover us, um, it, other people did, um, you know, but ultimately he is a name that can package and sell, um, this project. And he was telling me that there are other, um, you know, and I'm sure he's heard their music and I'm sure he's, you know, helped to mix and come and, and, and get the albums together, whatever. Um, and, but like, and he actually told me that there are some more. That he planned more of these compilations. Planned. There's a hip hop uh, album, and I think there's an. Oh really. And I forget what the third one is, but he's like, there's two more uh, in the works. Um, He said, you know, he he spoke very highly of the hip hop scene happening in Chile. Um, I probably should have thought about that before I chose what we're playing next, but. So yeah, but I'm not mad. well, Well, and neither am I, and so we're gonna listen to. Marineros. This is not a new song. This is off their album that came out uh, last year in 2015. Um, but they
1: basically released every song on that album as a single. Yeah, they put out five. You know, before the album was out, I was just Which like, is, okay. you know what? And they could get away with it because they've got that many good songs in the album. By the way, I'm obsessed with this band.
2: Yes, and Marineros are awesome. They're just. I'm in sh- Chicago just so I can see them. I mean, I believe that. I, I do believe that that's the main reason you're coming to Ruido Fest. But um, you know, and so. Um, so, yeah, so we're going to play Secretos, which is my favorite song by them. Um, you know, Cristian was in New York, you know, working uh, on some new stuff for some other artists. Um, you heard it here second, probably. But um, he was, he's mastering some songs for uh, Me Llamo Sebastián and Fernando Milagros. And he hinted that there may be some new marineros on the way. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. He may or may not have suggested that he would let me hear it. But I have not heard it,
1: um, and I wasn't going to pry. <laughs> no, if they're, uh, you know, obviously, if he had shared that song with you, I would have heard it by now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. And we may or may not have leaked, would have leaked it. But
2: um, but anyway, so yeah, we're going to listen to Secretos by Marineros. Uh, this is, again, my favorite song off their album, All Marineros. Um, and it's just a good time. <laughs>
0: Peace we'll
1: First single, one of the first singles off of his forthcoming album. The song is called "Hunger Cloud." Cool. Yeah, we were. Is he Brazilian? No, he's. um Because I. Fe- he's an I fe- American.
2: Oh, I thought we. I,
1: we were gonna play him on a different
2: episode, and I forget if it was the Brazil episode or if it no. was the episode with maybe
1: the maybe our last episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's he's an American. Um, I believe he is Latino. I don't know like where his folks are from, or... You know. But I... He does singing in Spanish sometimes. Okay, cool. This is a Latin alternative podcast, Beverly. Well, it could be in English and still be Latin alternative. Whatever. Go vote for Bernie. What? Look... Or Shillery. Whatever. We play, like... Whatever. We play Prince when we feel like it. So I figure, you know... Oh, yeah. Some, I mean, some indie psych pop from Long Beach can skate in there. Just a friendly reminder to our listeners, we do whatever the hell we want. Just I do what I
2: want. All right. Just, just a friendly reminder to mind your own business, subscribe and share. Mm-hmm. I like this, actually. I, I didn't really
1: listen to all of it. The album is pretty good, and it's, it's coming out in June. Huh. I'm excited for that. It's rad. It's rad. I do like it. Yeah, no, the whole album is this sort of like uh It's really chill. Sunny, fun, psych pop, but there's also something slightly off about it that makes it enjoyable for me. You know, it reminds me of T Rex a little bit. Hmm. Yeah. There's sort of like a glammy.
2: Yeah, that very like glittery, sunny
1: Still psychedelic, but very, like, boppy pop, like, la, 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 la. I also get a little bit of pop from it, too. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: maybe a little um, Super Furry Animals or Blur or something like that. I could, I could hear that, yeah. The album is called Delay Cadaver of a Day, for, for those of you who are interested in the album. One more time? What is it called? Delay Cadaver of a Day. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to talk to him about it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it is psychedelic. Yep, quite the trippy album, the whole thing. <laughs> All right, oh. so moving right along to some more delicious musical snacks. Um, we've got a single from the band Mourn from Spain. They're from oh. Barcelona. Um, yeah, two, uh, two very young best friends ha- started a band, and um, they're about to put out a second album. And I did uh, recently talk to Jazz, who is um, one of the vocalists and guitar players. And cool. it is, um, yeah, I'm very excited for the album. And this song is uh, Second Sage. It is one of the singles that they've put out. And I, in a way, from what I understand, it's about playing video games. So let's let's just hear some rock and roll. Let's go.
2: Listen to it. And I was like, all right, it's in English, whatever. But I couldn't obviously then couldn't figure out where they were from, um, and I wouldn't have guessed. I would not have guessed Spain because their English is actually good.
1: Yeah, it is quite good. Like if you listen to Heinz sometimes it's like ooh. I think they. I think that they're they might be emphasizing their their accents a little bit. Uh yeah,
2: I mean because they're like they're like the song mess of music. Like they're just like. Whatever, la 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 la.
1: <laughs> we should tell them that. <laughs> You're the us of what you do, <laughs> and they and they'll be like,
2: um, Chico, me acaba de mansplain <laughs> what we do. I hear a little vida bohem in this, la vida bohem. Maybe
1: um,
2: in 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 sort of like that, like. Uh, war
1: cry sort of style of singing and then like that like speed guitar i really like this well i mean both bands are definitely like post-punk influenced absolutely um, and i this is a this is a bigger louder um sound than uh previous albums so is this is this like a new sound for them a mm-hmm. cool. little bit
2: all right and then now we're listening to the color noise all right and the, is it the color noise or just color noise
1: it's Color Noise, but I think it's one of those bands where it's perfectly okay to say the Color Noise. Got it. Das um, Color Noise if we're in Germany. If, if you're in German. So this is the song, She Was Machine. What do you know about them, Bev? <clears throat> well, uh, the Color Noise, uh, they were a duo. They've added another member. Okay. Um, and they, are, they've been, they have a very noisy past. Um, they've, uh, they, re- they released a single not long ago called Amelie that was like a little less... Uh, it was a little more melodic, okay. and then this is more like hooky, groovy kind of thing. So I'm very interested in like what, again, I'm very interested for the album that's coming out. Yeah, I mentioned they're from Costa Rica. You didn't. I was going to, so we're good. So yeah, they, 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 sing, in, they sing in English a lot, um, and yeah, I just love them a lot. I think that they're, they're very quality. This is completely different and not what I was expecting, but I'm very interested in where they're going with their songwriting. She was a machine by Color Noise. Yep. ¶¶
2: for the new album I listened to this in, um, in the park while I was waiting for you because I was just like scrolling through Facebook and like color noise blah 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 and I was like oh I've talked about this click and it was you who wrote it I was like yay uh, so up next we're g- going to listen to Toto to, to, Tomas oh that's a mouthful. Toto 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 to, to. fun fact uh, Toto in some parts of the Caribbean is a very lewd way of referring to a lady's genitals is that so? Is this is this a very nope? This band is from Argentina. Has nothing to do with that. <laughs> what do, so what
1: do they mean there?
2: I have no clue. I'm guessing the singer and uh,
1: oh yeah, probably the, does, yeah, the it guy that started.
2: It his, name. his name is Tomas. It's yeah. is my guess. Uh, it's probably an inside joke. Who knows? Um, but they have a new album, a newish album came out this year. It's called Bochorno. Um, Bochorno is something I guess sh- ridiculous or shameful. Even like if you say something is bochornoso is is shameful or um, again embarrassing um and it's such a good album it's really sort of that pop optimistic indie um very up very um uh what was that song? What was that band that did uh, "Take Me to Your House"? I don't know. Like, whatever. I'll edit all this out. <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, they have this really, really cool, positive, sort of like Carly Rae Jepsen esque like positivity to their music, and I yeah, love I it. Yeah, it's very, it's very up, sunny indie. I'm into that. Uh, they have a single called Mariados and that's that's you know that's what like they've been promoting recently or whatever. But I was listening to the album and like. Even though that's a good track, there's so many tracks that I, I just liked better. And so we're actually going to listen to Dale La Vuelta, um, which I have no doubt will be a single at some point, because it really, really is a great, great track. Um, and I, I found them on Bandcamp, and um, all their albums were Name Your Own Price, so I ended up buying all their albums for a fee.
1: Oh, I didn't um, realize that they had a new album out.
2: Yeah, this, this came out this year. Um, and then again, like, they, they, I found out about them, actually. Shout out to Jonathan in Chicago. Because um, I was asking for music suggestions, and he sent me a bunch of stuff. Jonathan, um, always with the 411. Always for the, with the 411. And again, these guys are from Argentina. I, I think La Plata. Don't quote me on that, but they're definitely from Argentina. And I saw that they uh, also performed at this year's Vivi Latino. Hmm. Um, I think they were one of the openers or something. And it was just, they're a large band. They're like six or seven people. Um, and they're just a fun, fun time. I cannot wait for them to come to the U.S., Uh, or I cannot wait to go to Argentina and (laughs) see them laugh. They they really are a fun, fun time. Think like they're very, uh, like on the stage, are very like Arcade Fire-esque. Like everybody's really committed to their instrument and just like really going for it. Um, So again, we're going to listen to Dale La Vuelta. um, And yeah, we're just going to have a grand old time.
5: My
1: El Tigre, never heard of them, but
2: now I'm gonna search we them. We put them
1: on. Oh, the uh, that album, the with the really mm-hmm. cool. Okay, uh, yeah, really. Yeah, it's reminds me of that a little bit. Hmm. Kind of, kind of a little indie, little experimental. Um, it's just not like totally straightforward. Right. You know, it's just a little left, we- left feel, a little off kilter, which is what makes it actually like fun and enjoyable. Well,
2: and it, and again, if you listen. It, like, if you listen to, like, the instrumentation of this, like, there's horns, there's synth, there's somebody playing, like, you know, the timpani. I mean, there's so much um, that goes into the sound, and the whole album sounds like this. Like, not like the song, obviously, but, like, they really sort of took stock of their resources, and they just went for it. It's such a great album. It's, like, even the ballads just feel full, um, it's, it's a great, great time. Definitely check them out. This is Toto, Toto, Tomas.
1: Toto, Tomas. To- to- it's three toes. Anyway, they remind me, they also remind me, like, in some ways, a little bit of Meridian Brothers, but also okay. a little bit of ondavaga. Like, it's a, it's a whole bunch of things I like kind of mixed together. Probably
2: a little more structured. Yeah. Since, since, like, Meridian Brothers or, like, Los Piranhas are a little bit more free form. Yeah. Um... But
1: yeah, you're
0: definitely
1: getting my like, carnivalesque party vibes. And this is Ismael Allende from Colombia, and uh, this is the song caught my ear. Um, sort of, it's actually my introduction to his music, and uh, Richard, you'll you'll see it's sort of my thing. Um, happens, happens. Oh, big surprise! It's got big guitars on it. Nobody math nobody math so a little minor key very dramatic I get my
0: era
5: represiva Todos
3: tienen la máquina todos tienen la máquina todos tienen la máquina que corta y el limpio
2: ago and as it turns out it's very different
1: from a lot of
2: his other materials yeah i mean i like i was i was doing a little prep work for the episode and i just kind of like forgot that this was playing and then like you know how youtube just goes into like the next video and the next video and then i noticed everything after this was very like ambient like with the charango and all that and i was like huh and it was the same guy it's still he's my leyenda so it's really cool that he has sort of a spectrum of music
1: and, yeah, which is, that's cool, and this, this could be, like, a new direction, and I was actually into both things. Yeah. But I, you know, I was wondering this uh, earlier when we were talking about this, um, you know, I wonder, like, like do, do kids in Peru, like, you know, see a band that's, like, doing, like, a very Andean thing or bringing it in, like, you know, or, like, what Hepe's doing right mm-hmm. now, and do they sometimes roll their eyes, I wonder, and go, like, ah, oh, really, that. I don't think so. Uh, I think people kind of got tired of the stereotypical,
2: like, well, I'm playing a pan flute, so my aspiration is to be sold at a Starbucks someday. Like, I think, you know, I think people got tired of that. And, like, it's not even just a stereotype that was, like, exported by the U.S. or, or, you know, like, it's, it's a local thing. Like... You know, it, you could be in Dominican Republic and just, like, be like, but I hate merengue. Or you could be, like, in Mexico and be like, I hate
1: rancheras. Or in Brazil, and I hate samba. Like, there's a But whole... in general, it's, like, a... It's a, it's sort of... It's fun to... Um, it's to, fun to hate to, it. To, to sub, so, but so, there are times where, like, it can be fun, then, to subvert folklore, but then... Also, in that way, the folklore then becomes subversive in a way that, like, it hasn't been for a while. I mean, you can think of it as subversive. I think it more as compromise. Hmm. I think that, you know,
2: people don't inherently want to, like, dislike their roots. I think people just have difficulty—younger generations have difficulty um, identifying with them. So you have these young musicians now who are more technologically savvy um, who, or, you know, and more worldly, if you will— who want to incorporate their roots into their own creations. So, like, that's where you have something like Hepe or like Ismael Allende, who clearly has an Andean influence. Um, yeah, you can even hear it on this song. But it's modern. It's rock and roll and things like that. Like, you know, things like Electrocumbia, you know, things like, uh, you know, when when you have something like Reggaeton meets Techno. Something like Rita Indiana, who I will never get tired of, of citing, you know, who can, like, take one thing and turn it on its head without ever losing the identity of it. And I think that's, that's what this younger generation of musicians is offering. It's like, I know exactly where I came from, but I don't let that define me. I,
1: I, I will make it my own and interpret it in my own way. You guys can't see this, but I'm nodding very thoughtfully and seriously <laughs> at the important things that Richard is saying. Of course. Thank you. I'm, I'm mansplaining and you're, what's, no, what's
2: the white conquist order version of that? I, well, there's white splaining. White whitesplaining. We're whitesplaining? Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> like the line is just, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's slang for just like the little extra, the like the cherry on top, if you will, just a little something extra. Um, and that's very much what they're giving you. And so I'm not sure if it's an album or a mixtape, but they just put out, you know, a collection of work. Um, and it's, in it's on SoundCloud. You can find it and it's excellent. Um, and it's called R.D. Republica de Decadente. And it's, it, there's a lot of political commentary in there. Um, I mean, the opening track, I think, is called, like, How to Make a Dictator. Mm. Um, and, you know, Dominican Republic just had uh, elections on May 16th, um, the day after my birthday, which is why my birthday almost never counted, because there was something bigger at hand. Um, and, not surprisingly, it was corrupt and weird um, ballots went missing, hmm. you know, 7 million people live in DR and like 10 million votes were cast, something of the sort. It's just ridiculous. That kind of stuff. That kind of like old world nonsense. Um, so a lot of people are very unhappy. There have been protests. Um, the president was reelected, uh, which I feel would have happened regardless. Um, I, you know, I, am Whether I, there had been an election or not, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, not because, like, he's a dictator or anything. Just because, like, the other candidates were not really good ah, okay. or popular. So you feel like this this was the... Um... He still would have won. There was no need to cheat. Like, this, uh, you know, again, it's like the whole, like, Trump versus legit anybody else. Like, when, when, like, you know, it's just like you just vote for any other option. And the Dominican Republic was not faced with a Trump, but it's like, you know, this guy... Like every politician, it sucks, um, you know. And does he suck more than the others? No, um, you know, better the devil you know, right? Yeah. So I feel like that's how a lot of people. I think thought. that's how we wound up with Bush for two terms. Exactly. Um, and well, I mean, Kerry also was lame. But uh, you know, so like, what people were, I, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm out, out of touch of Dominican politics. I just know what my parents tell me. Um, but it, it was shady, and I don't even think it needed to be. Um, and so a lot of people are very unhappy with that. Um, and, but this came out before the elections, so this is more them foreseeing the shenanigans that would happen, which you know when you hear about shenanigans. So this ended up being very prescient this song. Yeah, I mean, the whole album. They just knew and everybody knows, you know. Again, like all the stuff happening in Peru now with their elections. Everybody knows shenanigans are happening. Um, you know, again, it's it's a very topical um subject in these in these weird political times
1: that we're living. So this is this is a song for all elections Yeah, going on. Yeah, um, it could be anywhere. It's just you know it's disappointing. Like even if you're
2: involved in the civic process, you know your voice is kind of pointless. I think a lot of the people today feel that way. I mean, with the whole like Bernie Hillary thing, um, Bernie supporters definitely feel like there's uh, their voices heard less. Um, I'll be one of the people who's like I think your voice has been heard. You just there were less of you. Um, <laughs> you know, and that's just, the, that's just what it is, and that's too bad, and yada yada. Um, I think the electoral process in this country is messed up regardless. It sure is. Um, you know, but unless you want to really get into this right now. Not really. Okay, then we're not going to get into let's,
1: that. Let's hear the song.
2: But, and before we get into the song, please, if you have something to say about it, even if it is touchy, scary, you know, Bernie bros... Um, you know, let us know. We're on social media. (laughs) We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram at Song Mess. We are on Twitter at Song Mess Music. Um, we, you can always email us at songmessmusic uh, at gmail.com. Um, this isn't our last song, but I just figured it was uh, an appropriate time to plug our social media. We're getting close to the end. I know you're going to miss us. Yeah. But for now, let's just listen to La Ñapa. And again, this is a song called Vegetales.
3: Hay un maíz en el mundo, colocado en el mismo trayecto de la col, oriundo del salcoche, colocado en una inverosímil cosecha bendecida por el sol, sencillamente frutal y vegetal, sencillamente agreste y despoblado, pero sobre todo, sencillamente triste y oprimido. Verduras, hortalizas, legumbres que agonizan Frutas muy sumisas y tubérculos con frisas Simple vista, todo es una simple ensalada En trocitos la república está siendo rebanada Y a nadie le importa nada de lo que le afecta a todos El agua está hirviendo, esperando ser sancocho El presidente llama en el palacio vegetal Le importa un pepino, la tierra que hay por sembrar La cámara de Raba nos acaba de firmar Otra ley que solo a ellos ha de beneficiar Y para completar la lista de injusticias Existe la suprema corte alimenticia Muy ficticia pues no es nada de alimentación Más bien otra cosecha de la corrupción Nueces en estado de descomposición Los culpables quienes son de que está hecho este sazón Nos rebanan como papas para preparar puré con nuestra mente joder es esencial hirviendo con impuestos bajo olla salarial tenedores nos machacan con facilidad nepotismo que sazona con pimienta y sal pal de pesos de aderezo reforma fiscal clientelismo populismo receta electoral gobernante siempre ready para este pueblo cocinar (laughs)
0: I'm <laughs> not
3: Ají es caribe, es ocupación delincuencial El sueldo cebolla no ayuda a la pipiota nacional Y todo se fermenta como un plátano maduro Las semillas que vienen se nos quedan sin futuro Las papas de la patria soñaron con la libertad Que fue arrebatada por batatas con maldad Se repite el revoltillo, una eterna faena Se postulan los tomates, los ajos y berenjenas Que por cierto son los mismos de hace 30 años Con discursos añejados se completa el engaño Y año tras año las vitaminas son... Manipuladas y las culpas del pueblo derramadas La apatía y cada fruto contribuye al problema No se puede permitir que llegue la última cena Hay qué pena que cerebros de aceitunas Se apropien del maíz Se devoren el país, nos arranquen de raíz Voten, honorables Rápido, honorables Voten, voten, honorables Voten, honorables, voten Nos reparan como papas Para preparar puré con nuestra mente joder es esencial hirviendo con impuestos bajo olla salarial tenedores nos machacan con facilidad nepotismo que sazona con pimienta y sal pal de pesos de aderezo reforma fiscal clientelismo populismo receta electoral gobernante siempre ready para este pueblo cocinar Tienen 15 minutos. José Cosme, ¿para dónde va? Pasaron los 15 minutos. Pasaron los 15 minutos, vamos a proceder, honorables, a someter ante ustedes, dejar sobre la mesa I'm
1: very into it because of the beats very low key, but um lyrically it's very urgent. Yeah, that mm-hmm.
2: it is. Uh, there's again you get the disappointment and the anger. But you know, this just it again, there's it's more like there's also like a very realistic sort of take on it. Just like this is where, what we're living, and if I can't change it, everybody should know about at least what's going on, because we can change it. Um, and now, this is, this
1: is your track. I figure, like, why not? not, for something completely different. Why not a 180? Why not? This is a group called Miramar, Mm -hmm. and, uh, they are singing boleros. They are, they're super into it. And so am I. Um, They're from Puerto Rico, right? Yes, they are from Ponce, and this song is called Tus Pasos, and they've got an album coming out. This is the single that they are uh, sharing with the world right now, and... Is this their first album? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, no, this is a new group, and uh, this is... I just... It caught my ear because people don't talk about Boleros a ton, but they're, like, the bedrock of, like, so many other genres that have sort of evolved from that. Well, we were just listening to
2: one at the restaurant, and we both caught the melody, and we're both like, "That sounds really similar," and we all we both realized that sounded like, you know, "Rock and Roll Suicide" by Mm. David Bowie, and we're like, "Holy crap!" Um, So it's really interesting to see those parallels. Let's let's listen to a little bit more of this.
0: tus manos y siento algo en las mías mis labios
2: Habit. Or, you know what, we don't need to get out of no damn habits. 2016 needs to get their shit together. We are all about bumming you out, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we're trying to say. I, I really am not in the mood to end every damn episode with a eulogy. But, like, again, things keep dying, whether it be in uh, in real life or in figurative speech. Um, you know, this week, Maria Jose, uh, Tony Gallardo, I should say, uh, announced that his longest and... Uh, best-known project, Mario Jose, uh, would be coming to an end. That doesn't mean that Tony's retiring from music. um, As, you know, some of you might know, uh, he has what we call musical ADD. He has, uh, including Mario Jose, four projects that he works on constantly and consistently. Um, That would be Tony Gallardo II, El Capricho, and Boy Patrol. But his current, you know, musical state of mind has had him... Focusing more on the side projects, and he's just kind of gotten bored with
1: Mighty Jose, and you know he just decided it's it was time to stop. Yeah, and you know what? You know people are like you know posting like sad emojis Me. and stuff like that, but Me. I'm not. I was not the least bit sad when I heard that. I was like, oh well, this is he's gonna start a new chapter. Let's see what happens. You know.
2: Yeah, I mean, and, and I and I had I had to write about it, um, and I was glad to write about it because you know Tony is my friend. Uh, When I go to Mexico, there's two people I look forward to seeing every single time. And it's Mari Jose, well, Tony Gallardo, um, and Checky, that is is Algodón Egipcio. These are the two people I always look forward to seeing. They're a bucket of laughs. They're a good
1: time. They're smart people. They both bring very different perspectives. I've been fortunate to meet them, and they are definitely both super lovely humans. But because one door is closing, another door is opening, either way, however you want to look at it, it's it's the end of an era, and so we we've decided to celebrate with um, or or mourn, whichever, with um, a little Marie Jose. Yeah, and the best way to mourn is music, always. You know? So um, he actually
2: had it all coincide uh, with the release of the new EP by Boy Patrol, um, Final uh, Final Fantasy Ultimate Fantasy One. Um, and again, it too is very political, actually. Um, you know, just a lot of his work, a lot of Tony's work has had to do with po- politics. He,
1: Particularly Club Negro.
2: Yeah, Club Negro, uh, his, his second album. Uh, he's from Tijuana, and so like, he often manages to work in like, the sort of drug and border violence uh, that he has witnessed um, you know, as a young man in Mexico. Um, so we're going to listen to a little bit of uh, Boy Patrol um, but then we're gonna close off with Granada. Granada was like the first song to bring him uh, any kind of attention. Um, you know, this is it's like a five year old song now, but it's it's still a good one. It's been featured in like TV shows. Everybody knows it. It's the song that he always closes his sets with. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm sad. I'm more than sad. I'm fucking pissed that Jose has done because it's it of all his projects. It is my favorite one. It's Tropical, it's noisy, it brought about the glitchy
1: mess that is ruido son into the world. Um, you
2: know, and, I, and I I,
1: I did I did really love his most recent EP. It was great. It is terrific, but I did feel a certain A D D. Like it was an experiment, it oh. was a sketch, he's like looking for a new direction. So Absolutely. in a way this like completely comes as no surprise. And his new music is exciting. Um
2: El Capricho is very interesting, you know psych surf rock we actually played one of his songs uh, in one of our first episodes um, and again and boy patrol is a more sort of like deep house very dark disco type stuff um, so yeah so i guess we're gonna sign off with that um, again we're gonna play some boy patrol followed by maria jose uh thank you guys so much for listening we already did all the social media plugging before Um, So, again, remember you can find us, you can comment, you can share. Remember that we are on iTunes. Very important. Tell your friends, tell your mama, tell your neighbor. Follow us on there. Subscribe. Yes. Give us feedback. It's really important if you actually rate us and comment on iTunes. Like, the social media stuff is cute, it's fun, and we want to hear it, but iTunes sees what you write there, and that gets us, you know, to climb the charts, if you will. If you're bored or tired of all those other incredible music podcasts out there. Let them know why we're better. Why not, right? Uh, but anyway, here's some music. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll catch we you are guys later, right? A duh. Eat your heart out, Felix Contreras. Um, but that's all for this episode of Song Mess. Thank you so much. My name is Richard Villegas, and this is Beverly Bryan. <laughs> Hold for applause. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time. Bye.
1: Say goodbye, Beverly.
6: Goodbye, Beverly.